basketball. It's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the All Pacers podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at all.pacers and on Twitter, little tweak here, at all underscore pacers. Whoa. Can't use a dot there. I guess. <laughs> it's I weird. Know. But, uh, be sure to follow us and hang out there for all your daily Pacers news and content and join our great community of fans. Uh, as always, this is Jeremy. I'm joined by Jack and our producer, Breezy. What's up, guys? What up? Yo, 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 fellas. Check it out. Where were you January 30th, 2016? Uh, that's. I, I feel no like idea. we could guess, right? I was probably at home. Yeah, I probably was home. Home. That's my that's our that's, answer. That's, that's my guess. I guess it depends All right. on the time. All right. Well, uh, I can definitely not tell you where I was for security reasons, <laughs> but the Pacers <laughs> defeated the Denver Nuggets 109 to 105. I think this is actually the first time I've had a Pacers stat where they won the game. Uh, but Monte Ellis is who we're looking at today. Had 32 points, nine rebounds, six assists, and three steals. Always knew Monte Ellis for his great defensive efforts. Wow. How many blocks did he have? Um, he had none. He did have a personal foul, though. Oh. Oh. Put that on the stat board. What Something stat in line? the PF category. Maybe that stands for poop. <laughs> farts. <laughs> I don't poop know. Farts. All right. We'll delete that last part. <laughs> Monte Ellis had one, one poop fart. Jeez. <laughs> what is a poop fart? <laughs> it's where you fart and a little poop comes out. Also oh, like a, Paul Pierce, according also, to this. Scott yes. Pollard. <laughs> also known as a shark. Uh, what's crazy is Paul George had five poop farts this game. <laughs> How do you he has a poop fart every time he takes a last second shot G- for the Pacers, Oh, too. nice. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Last week, we had Scott Pollard on the pod. Be sure to check that out if you haven't already. Uh, Really great interview with him. That was a lot of fun. So, But let's get into this week. Jack, what do we have? All right, so we got some shout-outs this week for some of our wonderful fans who have left us reviews on iTunes. And we like to shout you guys out if you leave a review and DM us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, We just love to give you guys some love because you've shown us some love. So let me go through these names, but... Before I go through all these new reviews, we do want to mention the Ring of Honor names. So we have two so far. It's Rumbly Wind 53. Rumbly Wind 53 and Gypsy Moon Dancer. Yes. So we're going to, if you guys give us a great name, we'll give you a shout out. We'll put you in the Ring of Honor. I mean, if you think it's a great name, that doesn't matter. It depends if we think it's a great <laughs> name, you know? So feel free to send us some great names when you leave a review. You can type in your own nickname. Um, but we got two so far. But this week, we want to give some shout outs to you guys. So. Without further ado, here's our list. We got Tom X.7.X, dot dot Evan03, E.Van03. We got Cabe underscore Yancey33. Must be a big Yancey Gates fan from Cincinnati. Yeah, probably. Jeremy, what, what were you telling me about Yancey Gates uh, that one time? Fun story about Yancey Gates. I was in the uh, Louisville Pep Band, and we're at the uh, Big East uh, tournament, and Yancey Gates was at the free throw line. Instead of all of us yelling at one time, I was like, all right, just let me yell at him. And I yell, hey, Nan- hey, Yancey, your shoe's untied. And he looked. <laughs> yes, and dude, that's awesome. he missed the free throw. It was great. Amazing. Jeremy's a game changer. Next, we have Mary.33.Miano, who actually messaged me because I made a post on Instagram when Boyan Bogdanovich was at the free throw line the other night, Pacers Jazz. 
people in the Turner's block were chaining, we don't miss you, which <laughs> broke my heart. I do miss him. Yeah, we miss Boyan. <laughs> but uh, Mary.33. Miano is in Turner's block, and she messaged me and said, no, nah, Turner's block's different. Like, we, we don't give love to anybody. So then we had a discussion. I respect that. Yeah, I respect it too. She left us a review, loves the pod. So, hey, Mary, nice. thank you. Um, even though I don't agree with your views on Boyan Bogdanovich. I don't think any of us here do, right? No, I love Boyan. Yeah, we love Boyan. Next, we got Brendan.Ryan.33. So we've got three 33s in a row. After that, C underscore Stam13. We got Will Brown. We got Turtle Bomb 72. That's a good name. That's a good one. D- d- is that worthy of the Ring of Honor? I think that's a Ring of Honor. Really? Turtle Bomb? I do. What is a Turtle Bomb? You don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> so Turtle Bomb. Turtle Bomb's real close to a poop fart. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know what? I may rethink putting them in the Ring of Honor. We'll, we'll decide at the end. We'll do a vote. Next, we got Tanner, but with two E's and two N's. So Tanner. Well, Tanner always comes with two N's. Oh, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> so we got uh, regular Tanner, but two E's. So Tanner. Tanner, yeah. Um, and then finally, we got Pacers Gold 12. And as always, if I missed giving you a shout out and I told you that I would, Message me. I'm so sorry. I, I think I actually missed one who's been telling me this for like two weeks in a row now. <laughs> oh, man. But it's kind of buried in the DM. So DM me again. I'll make sure I write it down this time. Um, and we'll get you next week. But hey, to you guys, thanks. And Jeremy, Austin, does Turtle Bomb 72 make the Ring of Honor? I say yes. I say no. Austin, what do you think? Turtle Bomb 72. Welcome to the All Pacers Ring of Honor. Wow. Welcome. Ooh, welcome. Yeah. That's a reluctant welcome from me. But. Nonetheless, you made it, Turtle Bomb. So thank you to all you guys leaving a review. Make sure you leave a review, and let's continue this pod. Uh, just real quick, Jack, congratulations on doing this for the first time without telling people to stand up and cheer oh, when you say <laughs> their name. Hey, man, I'm, I'm becoming more of a professional, so we're, we're getting there. But also, hey, make sure you stand up, give us a whoop if you heard your name. <laughs> Do it now. Oh, hey, stand up, give us a whoop. Jeremy, what do we got today? All right, we got a lot of stuff coming for you today. Uh, we're going to start, though, talking a little bit about uh, the All-Star game, which is pretty far away, but voting starts pretty soon. I think last year the voting started on Christmas, so we got about three weeks until then. Yeah, and it's always fun to look forward to Christmas, too, just unrelated. Right. I'm actually, it's in my head right now. I'm super excited for Christmas, and it's freaking Dude, me out. starting December 1st for me. I remember looking outside yesterday and thinking, man, it's that time of year. It feels different. It did not look like Christmas outside yesterday. It was cold and dreary. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that kind of a Christmas that's, vibe? That's my favorite part of Christmas is the dreariness. Jeremy is wearing a red hat and a green shirt right now, too. I actually wear this every day in December. Oh, <laughs> so you are very festive. Anyway, let's talk about the All-Star game. So we're just looking ahead. We want to try and predict a little bit about who's going to be <laughs> on the Eastern Conference All-Star team. If we had to choose today. If we're choosing today. So, Jack, who do you have starting in the All-Star game if voting ended today? Yes, so just to clear this up, is is the All-Star starters, it's two guards, two forwards, and a center, or is it just it's five of anything? Two guards and three front court. Okay, cool. So here's my I, – I did that. So here's my starters. You ready? Yeah. So I got Giannis Antetokounmpo, easy. Yeah. I got Pascal Siakam starting. Yeah. I got Jimmy Butler starting. Okay. And then I have – Kimball Walker as a starter. All right. And Trey Young as a starter. Is that crazy? Trey Young's on the worst team in the East. 
Uh, I don't have maybe Trae Brad Beal starter. Maybe Brad Beal. I think Bradley Beal would be the other guard starting. That's tough, actually, because well, it could be Ben Simmons too, depending on the position they put. That's yeah, true. I'm going to change mine from Trey Young to Ben Simmons. Last year, Ben Simmons was listed as a guard. I imagine they list him there again. Yeah, I mean he's starting year. at guard this year. Yeah. So okay, so quick recap: mine's Giannis Antetokounmpo, Pascal Siakam, Jimmy Butler, Kimba Walker, Ben Simmons. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, I might put Joel Embiid in instead of Jimmy Butler, though. Yeah, I think he would be a starter. That makes sense to me. He has really good numbers, and fans just absolutely love him. Uh, last year, he was third in voting in the East for front court, and he had 1.7 million votes more than fourth place. Jeez, so he's who gonna, was fourth? Jason Tatum. Okay, so East was what? Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Kyrie? Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Nice. For sure. Okay, I agree with you there. Uh, Jimmy Butler's not putting up the best stats this year either, but I mean, he's probably a top three player in the East at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's right? been a real. He's a real team guy this year. Yeah, he uh, he's getting that Heat team to play really well. Yeah, he has some good blue collar, gold swagger vibes going on. So, oh, also that's the Pacers slogan. Wow, didn't mean to say that. Oh, you know, may, maybe there could be a good trade there one day. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jeremy, who, your starters were the same, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I just I had Joel Embiid in instead of Jimmy Butler. Cool. So who are your reserves? You get eight reserves because it's a thirteen man roster for the All Star team. So my reserves, I have Andre Drummond because he's he's always an All Star reserve. Yep, he deserves it. Especially based on his four games he's already played against the Pacers this year. That's a that's an automatic bid to an All Star game. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Butler, you had him as a starter. I have him as a reserve. Um, Brad, uh, we had Bradley Bill as a starter. Uh, ben Simmons. Uh, Jason Tatum, Sabonis. Oh, yeah. your Pacers love in there. And Brogdon. Whoa! There's two. How many is that? How you got seven. There? You got one more spot. And then Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. Doing big things up in Toronto. He is. Um, that's crazy to me. You didn't include Kyrie, right? I did not. And you didn't include Kevin Love? I did not. Definitely not. Wow. But did you say Trey Young? I, I, I missed did. that. Okay. Trae, so you got Trey Young on there. So you had Trey Young, Bradley Beal, Andre Drummond. Malcolm Brogdon, Demonis Sabonis, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Wow. Fred Van Vliet makes your all-star team. I think so. As okay. a reserve, but he deserves it. He's been super good this year. Up until this point in the season, too. Probably would make it, right? There's a chance. I don't have him on mine, so you want to hear my list? I do. So my eight players on the reserve team... Go as follow. Wait, did I include Jimmy Butler in my starting lineup? I can't even remember. I switched him out for Joel Embiid, right? Yep. Okay, so Jimmy Butler is on the reserves. Got Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Malcolm Brogdon, Damanis Sabonis. I got my two Pacers as well. I got Andre Drummond, Brad Beal, Kevin Love, and Trey Young. I put Kevin Love on the team. And I also put Trey Young on the team. They're both on bad teams. Also, Bradley Beal's on a bad team too. But I mean... The East is pretty much six teams right now and then a bunch of mediocre teams. Yeah, and there's not a ton of superstar talent in the East. There's a lot of good there's a, there's a lot of good teams, just not a ton of superstar talent. So it's kind of tough to pick some of these guys. You're going to get some good players off of real bad teams from the East. Right. And here's some notable players we skipped over too. And I'm just going to go in order of the rankings in the East too. So we got we missed Brooke Lopez. Nah. Al Horford Nah. 
Dinwiddie. Maybe. Maybe. He's he was there with Van Vliet for me. It was a toss up between those two guys. Yeah, and I don't think the I don't think fans, coaches, and media would vote both of those guys in. No, unless unless it just they keep going at the these rates and Kyrie doesn't play and Kyle Lowry doesn't play. Like, see, and I think that'll be the thing that would be the only thing that would keep Sabonis or Brogdon out is a smaller market so uh we get less eyes on us and fans just don't give us the votes that we sometimes deserve. Right. Oh, uh, neither of us had Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving on our list, right? Yeah, I don't think he deserves it. Yeah, but year. that's a notable one. I think fans would vote him in. I think less fans will vote him in this year. Cause you think? Just the way he handles his situation is not great. Fans don't like that, so I think he'll get less votes. We left off Edmund Sumner. That's true. <laughs> he did get over 1,000 fan votes last year. Wow, 1,600, right? Yeah, let's put out the challenge right now. Edmund Sumner needs to get over 3,000 fan votes. 3,000? <laughs> He's played three games this year. We can all vote every day during the f- voting. So if we all do it, I think we can get him above 3,000 fan votes. Yeah, and this is our way, way too early Eastern All-Star selections. So voting hasn't started yet, so don't go, go, don't go look it up. We'll, right. we'll tell you when it's time to start voting. But yeah, I'm, I'm down. We can get 3,000 for Edmund Sumner, especially how good he was those three games. Yeah, dude, cake. <laughs> we'll see if he even plays when he comes back. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, we also left off Blake Griffin. Yeah, nah. Zach Levine. Maybe. Maybe. He's been pretty good. The mighty Kobe White. No. <laughs> that was just a joke. Uh, we also left off uh, the player who would make the all-star team if it was only based on pacer games, Tristan Thompson. Yeah, true. And Julius Randle from the Knicks. And Marcus Morris Sr. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw them in. So, yeah, uh, I think our teams are pretty good. It's just like Kyrie Irving. We Neither of us have him. I bet he makes it. Uh, Kyle or Van Vliet you have, and then I have Kevin Love. That's the only differences, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, at this point, it's pretty much solidified for us who would be today. We'll see how things change when it comes to actual All-Star voting, but those are our early season predictions for the Eastern All-Star. Yeah, and if this was... Uh, just based on how they did it in Pacer games, uh, Andre Drummond would be the captain. <laughs> he would be. He'd get. He'd be ten the million votes. It'd he'd, be a record. He would be the king of the All Star game. It would just be him on a team, like forty points, forty rebounds, and Tristan Thompson <laughs> off the bench. Yeah, it would be insane. Oh, and also we might get a Christian Wood spotting from Detroit. Also, John Henson for six minutes. Also, Luke Kennard. <laughs> oh, Luke Kennard might make it. Th- just really Detroit. Yeah, honestly, it's just <laughs> Detroit would be the all-star team against oh, the Oh, Trey Pacers. Young. True. Well, Kyrie right? would probably be in there, too. He had a big first game against us. That's true. We should do that some week. We should do the Eastern Conference All-Stars against the Pacers. So those are our teams. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Blockheads, a new single by Combs who happens to be our producer right over here, Austin slash Breezy. Slash Combs. Slash Combs. What do you have to say about your song, Austin? It's great. It's very festive. It's got a Charlie Brown sample in it. Um, For those of you who don't know, who missed the pod last week, when we mentioned it the first time, I make music in addition to uh, editing and producing this podcast. I'm aware of many hats and uh, would appreciate... All the streaming pennies uh, that you guys are willing to give me. Yeah, throw him some pennies, you guys. Maybe next time you see him, throw some pennies at him. 
Yeah. Ooh, that's good. That'd Not about that. He could use the money. Yeah, I used to play this game in college with two of my buddies. It was very dumb. We'd put a bag on our head and run across the gravel parking lot, and we'd throw gravel at each other. So one person would run across. The other two people would throw gravel. So very similar. Next time you see Austin wearing a bag on his head, make sure you throw some pennies at him. And listen to Blockheads by Combs. <laughs> yeah, and listen to Blockheads. You can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere else. Uh, Apple Music, Apple Tidal, Music. YouTube, wherever you got or you get your music at, it is on there. I've personally listened to it 15 times on Spotify. Jeremy, what about you? I've listened to it 16 times. On Spotify? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Well, I've listened to it two extra times on Apple Music. I listened to it three times on <laughs> Apple Music. <laughs> you, all, you always got me beat on Blockheads. But anyway, make sure you go listen to that song right now. Support our producer and our buddy. Well, not right now. Finish listening to our podcast. Oh, good point. And then go. Yeah, listen to this. Go listen you can to go One Earbud pod the other earbud on a different device yeah so if you only have one set of headphones maybe go buy another first and then you can listen to both so just press pause now and go get some new headphones or listen to this pod all right and our ad is over (laughs) back to the show and we're back um thank you for listening to that (laughs) great ad read by jack it might have been my best yet Uh, up next we have our player rankings for the Pacers. Um, we didn't do just this week. We've got about a quarter of the year down, so we're doing... Over a quarter of the year. Over a quarter of the year. So we're doing the rankings so far this year of the Pacers. Take it away, Jack. So, Jeremy, this was actually pretty easy for me to do. There are some things in here that I bet you'll disagree with because we definitely have different views. I do have Warren up pretty high. I know we disagree on Warren a lot. Good. He deserves it. Yes. Uh, I think he deserves it. Game by game, if we're just going game by game, there's some games where he puts up three points or six points, and I'd put him like five or six still. But I don't have him that low this time because this is the whole season. I know you're going to be pumped for it. So here's my list. The top two are simple. The top three are simple, I think. Yeah. Sabonis, Brogdon, TJ Warren. I'm with you. That's right. Easy, right? Yeah. So this is where it starts to get a little uh, different, I bet, for both of us. I bet you'll have some disagreements. But four, this one was kind of tough, actually. Four, I have... Jeremy Lamb. I agree with that. Five, Mr. Miles Turner. Yes. Six, we got the oldest player on our team, Justin Holiday. Okay. And then seven, I have Aaron Holiday. So far, so good? Uh, I think I would switch those two guys. Okay. But they're, I agree they're both right there together. Do you think Aaron Holiday has been our sixth best player on the Pacers this year? Yeah, I've really liked what I've seen from him. Cool. I thought he's been good so far. Right on, man. I love hearing Aaron Holiday love because, I mean... He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. We forgot early on in the season how good he was. I mean, he had some bad games, but... Yeah, he just had to get in the flow. He played himself into it. Yeah. I think he was. he's young, too, and he, was, he probably just had a ton of pressure from, like, the Pacers bringing in McConnell, McConnell getting early minutes. Well, yeah, between him and McConnell, those are two guys I was super low on at the beginning of the season, and they've both uh, really shot past my expectations, which right. is really good. And it's going to make things so tricky when Edmund Sumner and Oladipo come back. Yeah. I mean, Oladipo obviously is going to be our starting shooting guard and our best player day one. Yeah, I think you're way higher on Edmund Sumner than most people are. Right. And, like, what what we got from him at the very beginning of the season and preseason is probably, like, the max of what we'll get from him, and he'll fit in the rotation. But, yeah, definitely when Oladipo gets back, there's going to be some shakeups, and it'll take some figuring out. Someone is not going to be in the rotation. There's going to be two players not in the rotation, I bet. Because we're already at 10 deep right now, which most teams aren't. So we're either going to have to make a trade 
or two players are going to lose their playing time, right? Well, I can see some guys getting on getting time in the G League maybe. I don't know. Um Yeah, it'll it, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So anyway, after I had Justin Holiday at 6, Aaron Holiday at 7. Next I have TJ McConnell. Okay. Dougie McBuckets mm-hmm. and Goga. Go- Goatga. Not yes. Go-Goat. Goatga. Goatga at 10. That's really hard for me to say. Goatga. We'll just say Goga because that's I'll his say, name. How about I say Goga? <laughs> so I have Goga at 10. So my top 10 is Sabonis Brogdon, Warren Lamb, Turner, Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday, TJ McConnell, Doug McDermott, Goga Batadze. Yeah, I, I agree with most of that. Like I said, I think I'd flip Aaron and Justin, but that it doesn't matter too much. They're right there together. And that roster right there, that 10-man rotation, is really good this season. I mean, we've figured it out. All 10 of those guys can play on any team in the NBA right now. I'd, I'd guarantee it. And, I mean, we might be the deepest team in the league. I agree with you, but sometimes I hate the lineups we throw out there. Like, against the Hawks, for a few minutes, we had a lineup of Goga... McDermott, Justin and Aaron Holiday, and TJ McConnell. And I wanted to vomit <laughs> watching them just get destroyed by the Hawks' second unit. It yeah, was so you, bad. You make a good point there, man. So we definitely do need to be better better at stacking or staggering our minutes. Yes. Because um, we definitely haven't been great at that yet. There's but, no reason for one of Brogdon, Warren, and Lamb to not be on the court at every minute of I 100% game. agree. And Oladipo, when he's back, is going to make that so much easier. Because, yeah. I mean, Lamb's going to move to the second unit. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to make sense. And then probably Brogdon, Warner, Oladipo will stagger their minutes and play in the second unit with Lamb, too. Well, I'm actually not sure if Lamb will move to the second unit. I think Warren can guard guys at the four. Um, so I think we might see Miles Turner drop to the second unit. Whoa, hot take. Yeah. Pump the brakes, Jeremy. All right. I'll... I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. Wow. I, I don't get to pump the brakes a lot for you, Jeremy, but... I think unless we're playing a team with, like, a real big four, like, I... Wow. I think we can start Brogdon, Oladipo, Warren, Lamb, and Sabonis. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I would love to see that lineup. I think I think we will see it a lot down the stretch. Yeah, interesting. All right, man. Well, uh, I guess time will tell. We may trade Turner by then. Something may be in the works right now. He just deleted all of his Instagram pictures and... It's been getting a lot of hate. But, hey, thanks to everyone who has been going out there and encouraging him because he has given a lot to our team the past five years. But, yeah, I think something could be brewing up in yeah. Indy. I I have – I like Miles Turner. Um, no ill will towards him. We give him a hard time on here a lot, I think, just because we expect more from him. High like, expectations. I think he can be so much more than what he is, but he is a good player, and I, I don't like that he feels bad right now. Yeah. Moving on, that's our first 10 players. 11, this is where it starts to get a little tricky. So I have Edmund Sumner at 11 after playing three <laughs> games. <laughs> I know you're going to disagree. You're already sh- Jeremy's already shaking his head. Yeah. This one's tough. 12, I have TJ Leaf. No. No? You got to go lower. Then I have Nas at 13. I would put Nas ahead of both of them just based on games played. Wow, okay. Which is also three. Yeah, so Edmund <laughs> Saunders definitely had a nos still. <laughs> You're crazy. Pump the brakes. Then next, I have Alizé Johnson, Brian Bowen the third, one of Jeremy's favorite Louisville players. No. And then Victor Oladipo coming in at last. Even yeah. though I kind of wanted to put him over TJ Leaf. Is that crazy? My heart says 
no, but my brain says yes. Well, the the work that Oladipo puts in on the sidelines to support his team. That's true. I mean, he could realistically be number 11 on this list. <laughs> no, he could not. <laughs> Just for what he brings to the games currently. Look, if we can figure out a system in which TJ Leaf never has to dribble or shoot from more than two feet away from the rim, he would flourish in that system. <laughs> but he does have to dribble sometimes, and he likes to shoot from further away, and it doesn't go well when that happens. Wow. So you just want a scenario where he's open under the basket. Like, uh, when he can be the pick-and-roll guy, and then he slips and he, he dunks, it's great. When he slips and he does a layup, he always misses it. <laughs> And then has to grab the offensive rebound and miss it two or three more times. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered when you were talking. We forgot Jakar Sampson. You forgot him. I forgot Jakar Sampson. <laughs> and he comes in at 11 for me. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Jakar Sampson bumps over Sumner, Leaf, Nas, Alize Johnson, Bowen, and Depot. Yeah, he's a good energy guy. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely been better than Depot this season. So I think Oladipo's 12, actually. <laughs> sure. So that's our list. We got... Sabonis, or I have Sabonis, Brogdon, Warren, Lamb, Turner, Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday, TJ McConnell, Doug McDermott, Goga, the number 11, Jakar Sampson, Edmund Sumner, TJ Leaf, Nas, Alize, Brian Bowen, and Victor Oladipo. I like it. And that's my definitive list. Jeremy's a little different, but hey, we're pretty similar. Yeah, for the most part. I, I agree with that. So just, there's a little, I said the tweaks I would do. So yeah. So, okay. So that's our team right now. We were talking about this before the pod, but real quick though. Oh, I would just like to say if we're doing a all hair power rankings, Brian Bowen's number one for sure. You really think so? Yeah. All hair. Who has better Sabonis hair? Sabonis has team? some good hair, man. It's so plain. No, it's, it's a good looking hair. He's got a crew cut. It's, yeah. And it's a nice crew cut. Yeah. But Brian Bowen has such good hair. It's all over the place it's different colors it's wild i love it you're right you know what yeah brian bones for sure top three How dare you say a crew cut is the best <laughs> hair hey, on the bonus team. is a good looking dude man i'm just acknowledging he that. is but you can't say that haircut's the best on the team. okay man. if sabonis was bald would he be a good looking dude uh no no that's what i'm saying that's man. a good point the haircut makes sabonis that's a good point he's a good looking dude are you rethinking things is he top three i'll put him third all right let it be known. I just convinced Jeremy that a Samurai, makes top three. Samurai Miles is second. Who's Samurai Miles? Oh, dude, he's number one. Nah, Samurai Brian Bowen number one. Samurai Miles only number two. Okay. Regular Miles probably. Four, what five. about Miles Turner with a ponytail and that uh, headband last year that had the strings coming out the back, the ninja headbands? You what know you, how he had like the ponytail and. What do you think I'm talking about when I say Samurai Miles? <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. Is that what you mean? Exactly that. You liked that. I do. Oh, I thought that was the lamest looking thing. I like it. No, I'm sorry. Hey, Miles, we're encouraging you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. So those that was our list, and we were talking about this before the pod, Jeremy, before I was uh, interrupted. We have a 10-man deep rotation right now, and this is before Jakar Sampson, Edmund Sumner, and Oladipo are healthy. So we have 13 players that could play, potentially, hypothetically. Yeah. So with those 13 players, a lot of times what you see is when teams have so many players they like to consolidate. So they'll do like a three-for-one trade and get a star. Mm -hmm. And what that could do for us is, is if we trade three players and get a superstar like a Brad Beal or a Drew Holiday or a, I don't know, Dennis, no, not Dennis Schroeder, <laughs> like a DeMar DeRozan or LaMarcus Aldridge. Like if we do a three-for-one, 
for someone like that. I just gave away my whole trade <laughs> list, didn't I? <laughs> did you? No, I still have like I have a list of twenty, but I was just picking some names. So if we did like a three for one for a good player like a Brad Beal, then we'd still have eleven guys on our team that could play. And it, like if we have an injury, like we still have people that can step up. But we also get those stars to match with Depot, Brogdon, Sabonis, Warren. Yeah. So with that. And why I brought this up is we're actually going to go through our list of players that we could see getting traded this year and players who we could see getting traded this year that would fit with the Pacers. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite segments called Pump the Brakes. Pump the Brakes. Where Jax is going to throw out some stuff and I'm going to tell him if he needs to pump the brakes or not. Yeah, I got excited when you said pump the brakes, but I actually hate pump the brakes the game. You, pu- I, huh? you pumped the brakes on me earlier. Yeah, because you deserved it. Yeah. Whenever I get the brakes pumped on me, I don't deserve it. My my takes are real and well thought out and legit. Sure. Jeremy's squinting at me angrily. <laughs> All right, we can move on. Let's play Pump the Brakes. You ready? I'm ready. So I have a list here of a bunch of players that could be traded this year. I haven't actually like decided if they fit perfectly with the Pacers or not, but I mean, I think... It's our a bad si- way to do a You're trade right. talk. <laughs> I haven't really thought this through. <laughs> I haven't thought it through. So I have a list of players right here who I think could get traded this season. I've left out a few guys that we talk about way too much. For example, Drew Holiday and Bradley Beal. Because <laughs> we've already done every single trade Good. possible. Yeah, thank yeah. you for leaving him out. You're welcome, which it was very tough for me to do. Actually, I'm going to add them in. No, okay, please I don't. Uh, let's do this list. So there's a lot of guys on this uh, list that I made that are making way too much where I definitely don't think the Pacers would trade for him. So okay. I'm just going to throw them out. Good call. So Chris Paul. Yeah, no. Gone. I don't want him. Kevin Love. Nah. Not getting traded. I mean, especially with that contract. Blake Griffin. Nope. No. No knees. Bogdanovich. Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's going to get a lot next year, and I don't think we can afford it. But I don't think he would re-sign with us. It's He's a, on an expiring contract. I don't think we're going to give up uh, some picks or players for a guy we can't guarantee will stay. You make a great point, too. His dad, last the past two seasons, has played for the Pacers, <laughs> and he didn't want to sign with Indy. So I'm sure he told his, his son... You probably don't want to re-sign here, right? Yeah. To clarify, they're not related. <laughs> That's not a father-son relationship? No, weird, right? Did really you think weird. Boyan was... He does look 40. I <laughs> see why you make the mistake. <laughs> I think Bogdan's like 29. He's an older... He was an older rookie a couple years ago. That can't be right. Let's fact check it. That cannot be So right. while Jeremy's fact checking this, I'm going to also name some other players. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge could be available. I, do you know how much he's making this year? It's too much. I don't want a guy that plays like that and just shoots twos. Yeah, and then Danil Gallinari is making a pretty good amount. Yeah, no thanks. Okay, so did you figure out how old Bogdanovich is? He is 27. Ooh, I was kind of close. Yeah, that's still older than I thought he, he was. He was an older rookie is the thing. So, I mean, he's entering his prime. I mean, he came into the league, too, at 25, right? Something like that. And when you come into the league in at 25. Oh, okay, so 23, 24. So when you come into the league that old like you i mean you're already pretty much ready to contribute yeah. because you've been playing for so long so i don't know how good he can be he looks good but is he as good as he's ever going to be you know that's something to think about and he probably rumor has it that he wants what four year 80 million is that what you were saying uh i believe so it's in that realm yeah okay so those are the players that uh i will leave out which i already brought him up but we aren't going to talk about in terms of being on the pacers so let's just move on to the rest of these players and how they could work. So I have um, Andre Iguodala on this list. What do you think about Andre coming to the Pacers? I would ha- I'm going to have to say no on him. How come? I think he's a guy you only bring in 
if you're missing one thing on like a title team. I'm not sure we have a title team put together. I think we have a really good team put together, but I don't think he would be the missing piece. That's a good point. And he's he's pretty old too. Yeah, but age is just a number. Except when you're old. Look at Vince <laughs> Carter. <laughs> okay, good point. So, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think he could come in and he could be a good influence to our players because our oldest player right now is Justin Holiday, who's 30. Yeah. So we are a young team. We're one of the younger teams in the league. Yes, we are. And an Iguodala could just help us take that next step because, I mean, I mean, we do still need another star, so there would have to be another trade made in that See, scenario. and he's another guy where if you do trade for him, you're going to have him for the rest of this season and maybe one more. Like, that's it. You're not getting any long-term payoff with that trade. All right, that's a good point, man. So, yeah, he'll pr- we'll probably see him go to one of the West Coast teams that are competing this year. And- oh, yeah. By the way, pump the brakes. Oh, I forgot we were playing pump the brakes. Ouch, that hurts. That really cuts deep. Well, had to do it. Wow, man. Well, you already explained why you pumped the brakes, <laughs> so we don't need to do that. So let's move on. Um, next, I have DeMar DeRozan, who is making – he has a player option for next year. It's $27.7 million. Let me uh, pump the brakes again. You don't just, like DeMar? Just refer to my LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> answer. <laughs> you don't like DeMar DeRozan? Why, why do I want a guy who's going to take 20 – Five foot twos all the time. Oh, just, like Demonis Sabonis. He'll, he'll, yeah, I don't like it when he does it either. Oh, I don't want another guy. I look. If there's one thing the Rockets get right. It's either shoot a layup or shoot a three. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're stepping back behind the line. Yeah. And take a three. Don't. That that kills me when Sabonis gets the ball and he's a foot in front of the line and he shoots a two. I'm like, just take a step back and shoot. It. I agree. It, it's the same shot. You'll make it either way. Well, Sabonis hasn't been great at threes. Because he's always, if he would just take a step back, he'd be shooting more of them, and he makes yeah. those long twos all the time. That's true. I mean, w- us and the Spurs are what the calling cards for long range twos, right? Yeah. At this point, it drives me crazy. Yeah, it kind of. I I can see where you're coming from. I don't love it when Sabonis takes threes. I never feel confident. But I mean, when he takes those really long twos, where he's like a step inside the three point yeah, line, it feels the same. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I would like Demar Derozan on this team. For a few reasons. One, I mean, he's going to give you 20 points a night. And he plays defense. He just he knows his shot, too. So, like, he's not taking threes. He's the only player who doesn't get love for this. I mean, I guess Ben Simmons doesn't get love either, right? But he kind of does. People people aren't mad at Ben Simmons the same way that they're mad at DeMar DeRozan for not shooting threes. At yeah, this but point. Ben Simmons isn't shooting long twos either. That's true. Okay, that's true. But DeRozan, I mean, what, he's averaging, I don't have his average right here in front of me, 20-something. We just talked about it. 21, I think. This season, he's a he's a very capable scorer, and I think he would fit on this team. Can you imagine him and Oladipo and Brogdon in the backcourt playing defense? Yeah. Ooh, that'd be so nice. Still don't want him on the team, though. <laughs> All right. I'll pump the brakes on that one, too. I pumped the brakes for myself then. All right. Next... I mean, since you made me take all of my stars out, I don't really have any stars left. <laughs> I didn't make you take them out. You volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> Next, I have Serge Ibaka, who's not a star. Why? For a few reasons. One, actually, no, I don't like Serge Ibaka. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a reason the NBA is in the longest trade drought in, like, 50 years. Yeah, since 68. There's... The way the contracts are set up and the way the teams are set up, there's not a lot of trades out there. There's a lot of teams that feel good about where they are and being able to give up multiple pieces to bring in one player, it's uh, 
the league isn't really set up for that right now. Like we we have like we talked about, we've got ten we got eleven guys when Oladipo comes back. I couldn't tell you what a trade package would be. And I don't I don't see any guys in the league that we'd be able to get either. Just because of the players we'd be putting together and other teams aren't gonna be wanting to parting be part with their guys right now. I don't I just don't see it. I mean, unless it's a Pelicans trade, right, for Drew Holiday? Sure, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Or a Washington Wizards trade with Bradley Beal. We need Turner to put up 35 points one night and then trade him that day. <laughs> We've talked about those two trades a lot because I feel like those are two of the more likely ones, and I still don't think those are very likely. It, but neither of those trades would bury us either. In cap room, or like th- those guys aren't going to get hurt in the playoffs. Except for well, they might, but except for when the Wizards staple John Wall <laughs> to Bradley Beal <laughs> and true. Sit him along. That's probably. I mean, they're probably telling teams, "Yeah, we'll give you Bradley Beal, but you have to take John Wall. Here, you have to take this fifty million dollar a year <laughs> brick <laughs> with him. a chubby brick with two bad ankles. Yeah, someone who tears his ACL while walking in his house." <laughs> He was for sure doing something else, right? Had to have been. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we, there's not a lot of trades available. I mean, once it does get to the point of the trade deadline, I'm sure some stuff will happen. I don't think it's going to be as active as last season, but I'm hoping we get Drew Holiday or Bradley Beal. Let's move on to our last and final segment. Let's do a game recap. So, Jeremy, do you want to? Do you just want to start listing some of the games that we've played, and we'll just go over them together as friends? Yeah. Since uh. Well, since we last talked about any games, there's been a bunch, but let's just do last week's okay. uh, fresh in our minds. Uh, we beat the Grizzlies last Monday. Which made sense because the Grizzlies were really looking forward to Christmas. That's true. We we You heard it here first. The It was a look-ahead game for the Grizzlies. They're going to be freaking out about Christmas, and the Pacers were going to be locked in because of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Jack was dead on with that. You can't prove me wrong is all I'm saying. We were both at uh, fun. I could see Austin across the way with his family, and I was with my family. We took pictures of each other. <laughs> it was funny. Like, we were directly across from each other. Nice. Different, like, heights, but we were there. Uh, really good game. The Pacers, this was the first game where I'm like, wow, we have 10 really good players. The Jazz have six players. Yeah. And we just killed them with depth. That's literally what it was. So, I mean... Everything they did at the end of the game, they kind of started getting hot with Joel Ing- or Joe Ingles. I almost said Joel Ingles, Joe Ingles and Bogdanovich. I mean, you knew Bogdanovich was going to go off too, especially when Turner's block started chaining. We don't miss you. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I knew it. So those two started going off towards the end, hitting a bunch of threes. Um, but I mean, we we just had more depth than them, and we had already had a lead at that point and just held on to it. Also, I do want to add Donovan Mitchell was there when he went to the line. For all you guys on Turner's block, you guys started chanting overrated at Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> which as soon as you did that, he looked up, gave gave that section a smirk. He's like, what? And then hit his free throws and then just started going off after that. I think he missed his next three. But like after that, it was like the Donovan Mitchell show for a bit. So don't disrespect my boy. Love Jeremy, Jeremy's Mitchell. a big Donovan Mitchell fan. Also, be careful who you disrespect because they might go off. For example, Bogdanovich and Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> but I am all about like giving a hard time to other players. I think if the stadium was louder, then it would have worked a little better. But there, it, there just weren't a lot of people there at that time. Um, well, day before Thanksgiving. It's, day before Thanksgiving. It makes sense. Honestly. So, yeah, we handled the Jazz. We're definitely better than the Jazz. And when Oladipo comes back, I 
I honestly think there's not a question. Um, Gobert couldn't get anything going. Do you have anything you want to add about the game, Jeremy? Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to watch that game. So. Oh, well, you knew me and Austin would be there, so you got to take a day off, which you deserve that day off, Jeremy. Yeah, it was great. Spend, uh, spent the night in a crowded bar watching the Lakers game. Boo! <laughs> boo! Priority. You know where Jeremy's priorities are. Hey, if I hadn't watched that game, I wouldn't have got to see KCP leap into the stands trying to block a J.J. Redick pump fake. It was amazing. <laughs> really? Yes. All right, that's enough. That's all I want to talk about the Lakers. <laughs> so, next game. The Hawks, overtime win. Yeah, but it was kind of a bummer that we took it to overtime. Yeah, it was a lot closer than I wanted it to be. The only reason, though, is, I mean, Trey Young had 49. Yeah. We had no answer for Trey Young. That's a team that'll throw out an amazing game every once in a while, and also a team that throws out a real dud. Which we were joking <laughs> about a second often. ago, yeah. So James Harden put up 60 points in three quarters against the Hawks yeah. on the next night. So it's like, so... The next game, it was after the Hawks had gone into overtime with the Pacers. The next day, they have to play Houston, and their starting lineup against James Harden, or their starting guards were Trey Young and Alan Crabb. Yeah, that's bad. Dude, if you told me James Harden was getting 60 that game, I'd be like, oh, he'll probably get it in three quarters. And that's literally what happened is he got it in three quarters. So it was kind of obvious. I, I kind of hoped he went for 80. I don't like watching James Harden, but... I can't stand watching him play. Yeah. So... uh Anyway, that's not the game we're talking about. Pacers-Hawks, though. Uh, close game. Went to overtime. But, I mean, we just have more depth. We didn't really get into foul trouble. Wins a win. Wins a win. Um, it was a good test. It was good to see all of our players contribute. Our f- five starters had at least 16 points, each of them. So it was Warren and Brogdon had 16. Turner and Sabonis had 17. Lamb had 20. Yep. Which is a very Pacers game of us to have. All spread around. Yeah. All spread around. And then, yeah, I mean, we just we took care of business when it mattered most, which was the end of the game. So, And then a game where there was foul trouble, Saturday against the 76ers and a tough loss. Tough loss. But we were in foul trouble, and we're still missing Oladipo, and we lost by three to maybe the most talented team in the East, right? Yeah. So this game I wasn't so bummed about. Turner had a rough game, played 29 minutes, got three points and three rebounds. But, uh, yeah, we were in foul trouble. And I mean, our just our team just wasn't ready for a team that big. I mean, it was a back to back too. We had just played the Hawks, and it was an overtime game. So I kind of expected us to come in and lose that game. I expected us to lose by a lot more. I know the 76ers were on a back to back as well, but I mean, I think we still played pretty well. Uh, T.J. Warren, leading scorer in three of the four games. That's a guy, dark horse, uh, all star maybe if he keeps putting up number. If he's in the High 20s in scoring come all-star voting time. I can see him getting a lot of votes. High 20s, 100%. So right now he's at what, 17? He's at 17.9 points per game right now this season. Uh, He started out very cold. Very cold. Yes. I mean, preseason he was great. We we couldn't stop talking about him preseason. Started out the season cold, though, and now is just kind of starting to figure out his role on the team and putting it together fully. Yeah, he... He is as good as, as expected. and What, Boyan Bogdanovich good? Yes. I mean, that's literally what we expected, right? Maybe better. Get the same... St- I think he's better. Pump the brakes, Jeremy. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Chill. He can do so much more for you than Boyan can. Like and what? He, All the drives and everything. Yeah, but... He's as good at defense. You know what, dude? I don't, I don't disagree. I, I, I know. 
I think Boyan Bogdanovich. I mean, obviously Bogdanovich is a better shooter. I think, and I've been realizing this recently. We the Pacers are full of a team full of guys that are like super underrated, <laughs> and it's really weird. Yeah, like Jeremy Lamb, he was buried in Charlotte for a long time, so nobody thinks of him. T.J. Warren. Buried in Phoenix for a long time. Buried. Capital B-U-R-I-E-D. Uh, Sabonis, one of the best bigs in the league. He doesn't get a lot of talk. Like, it's just... Might be the best center in the East right now. Just being a small market team really kills them. Like, these guys are so good. Like, well, we, all of we, them. The thing is, too, like, we don't have any star power on the team right now. So when we start... I mean... When well, we, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you got a guy like Warren going out scoring 23-plus every night, like... How how is that not a star? Like he That's should, what I'm saying. He yeah. should be a star. So then also we haven't had a national TV game this year either. So these writers who are just watching the Lakers and the Rockets and the Clippers every night, like they're not even thinking twice about the Pacers right now because we haven't been on TV. So um, that doesn't help. Once we do start getting these national TV games, which I think there's one coming up. I knew that we had a long drought until our first one, but – once that starts happening, I'm sure we'll start getting some recognition. I think we have 12 or 13 this year. All I know is that Sierra Canyon High School has more national TV games than the Pacers do this yeah, year. Yeah, they almost double our national TV games, huh? Yeah, I agree with you on the star. Like, we do definitely have players that are potential stars. Brogdon, you can't forget him. Sabonis is killing it. Killing it. TJ Warren's been great as of late. Been shooting great from the three as of late, too. And, I mean, we do have great players, and we're showing it on the court by how many games we're winning. So... Yeah, these games have been good. Um, the Sixers game, I didn't even feel bad about losing. It, it was close, so it was like my heart was racing when the game was coming to an end because I was like, well, the Pacers can do this, and when it didn't happen, it still hurt. But like when you think about it, we lost by three after a back-to-back without our best player. And we're doing, we're winning these games. We're coming it's close a, to these games with depth. That's a schedule loss. Like It's a schedule there's loss. There's no way around that one. Yeah. So those are our three games – what, do you have the list yeah, of games we have coming up? Let's look ahead. Uh, we're recording on Monday the 2nd, so tonight is the Grizzlies game. We'll skip that one because this won't be out in time. And they're also probably looking forward to Christmas, so this is a scheduled loss for the Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Jack. <laughs> so uh, hopefully this will be out by Wednesday. We play at the Thunder. Um, should be an easy game. We can ha- we handled them before. We'll handle them. Handled them. We, we seriously just whooped them that game. And then Friday, blockbuster game, Detroit for the fourth time this year. Man, I am sweating about that game. That is at Detroit. Um, I think we'll win that one. I also thought we'd win all three of the other ones. <laughs> we won one. We won one of them. Really need this one uh, against a conference opponent to tie us with him. Drummond is licking his lips. He is, but hopefully at full strength or close to full strength, we'll actually we should handle them as yeah. well. And then Saturday, back-to-back, uh, away at the Knicks. Crossing my fingers, easy game, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Should be. Um, the, their thing is they have good forwards. Yeah, I don't... I mean, pretty good pretty good forwards. They have all forwards <laughs> in RJ Barrett. So we're going to need a good game from uh, Brogdon, Warren, and Lamb. Yeah, but oh, honestly... So bonus is going to put up points, too. That one shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't it? But, I mean, next, they have all those forwards, and we just have a few... So we'll see. Anyway. Yeah. Blockbuster next Monday. Clippers come to town for the first time. I hope Paul George plays. And I hope we Paul George should play. I'm not sure if Kawhi will or not. Who knows with him? Apparently they're breaking league rules by <laughs> resting him all the time. Really? So 
We'll see what happens there. But yeah, Clippers, they're a good team even without him. I saw a thing today. Doc Rivers said this is the only time his two best players, they're 21 games of the season, by the way. This is the farthest his two best players have ever gone into a season without practicing once together. Gosh, isn't crazy. that crazy? Yeah. They've never put on a jersey together in practice. So they've played five games together, I think. But I I mean, when their chemistry gets better, we'll see how good this team is. But they're, they're already really good. So, uh, yeah, the Clippers come to town. I really, really still don't like Paul George. So I, I hope he gets in foul trouble or only scores like 10 points. Uh, I, I, I've I said this before. I don't mind Paul George. Um, I was glad he left. but I, And I hope he does well in his career, but I really hope he does terrible when he plays the Pacers. Cool. Uh, I hope he does very bad in his career. So mean. So rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm just... I just I just love my Pacers. And I hated how he treated us. I hated I felt like he was attacking me personally. You know, did you feel that at all? No. I just wanted him off the team. I was oh, tired wow. of him. <laughs> he went out on your terms. Thank you next. Thank you next. All right, that's it for this week's pod. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh next week, special treat. Uh we're going to do a mailbag. Ooh. So, please send us all your questions. Uh, send us anything you've been thinking about, your thoughts on the Pacers, your thoughts on our podcast. We'll be reading some stuff out, answering questions, doing all sorts of stuff. Mailbag episode next week. Uh, DM us. Jack, tell them the, where they can DM us and where they can email us. Yeah, DM us at all.pacers on Instagram and at all underscore Pacers on Twitter. And then email us at allpacerspod at gmail.com. That's allpacerspod at gmail.com. And... When you send some questions, make sure you send some like uh, really, really deeply personal questions about Jeremy. We're gonna really, we're gonna really open them up uh, surgically. So just make sure you think these questions out. Ask him some weird questions. Hopefully, we can stump him. Do you agree, Jeremy? Yeah, I really love talking about myself. <laughs> so this will be great. Yeah. So uh, DM us, hit us up, send us some questions. This mailbag podcast should be a ton of fun and. Um, you guys will uh, get to hear your questions read, and we'll talk about them too. Yep. We love interacting with you all, so this is just another opportunity to do that. Tell all your friends. Have your friends send us in questions, and uh, let's get a ton of – hopefully we get a ton. We'd, oh, love, we'd love that. And best question wins fan of the night. There you go. It's an easy win. Yep. Get your Instagram shout-out right there. Easy money. Yep, and we'll we'll be posting this as well to remind you guys, so just be thinking about something, and we will see you next week. Peace out.